This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 31. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Kelly Hurst. And you're Kelly Hurst. And you're my hubby, Brett Hurst. (laughs) We're marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Thank you. Our hope is very simple. It's to encourage you in your marriage relationship. We believe healthy marriage should be a front burner conversation, and we are here to help that happen. So before we jump into today's content, we want to recommend a book. Um, Sometimes we have a really great book or a resource about marriage or relationships, and uh, we want to make sure that everyone knows what it is. And one of our favorite marriage books that we read recently is by Tim and Kathy Keller called The Meaning of Marriage. Outstanding book, very balanced, very theologically sound very socially sound. Yes, very biblical, but also super practical and just quite. Tim Keller is, you know, one of our favorite um, te- Bible teachers. He he's a pastor of a church in New York City, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> so he and his wife Kathy they've been married. Oh gosh, I think thirty eight years or something. Longer than we there, have. Longer than us. Anyway, it's a fantastic book, and I, I think it really is kind of sets a new standard for um, marriage books. We highly recommend it. The Meaning of Marriage. By Tim and Kathy Keller, K-E-L-L-E-R. So, okay, today we're talking about something that may not be on every married person's mind necessarily, but it's the importance of rituals in marriage. And it's funny, when I was doing some research for this topic, I found a lot of information about wedding rituals, tons of information about wedding rituals. Mm -hmm. And there's more wedding rituals being established, seems like, every month. Indeed. People are coming up with more and more new ideas. Yeah, but there wasn't as much on marriage rituals. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about rituals in marriage, we mean things like little traditions, okay, uh, things that you do as a couple that you look forward to, things that reconnect you and that bring meaning to your world. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk to our couples about making sure they have a thing, their thing. You know, what's your place? What's your quick little place that you can go to if you've got an hour where you can get a little bit of FaceTime. Mm-hmm. For us, it was a little Italian restaurant around the corner from our house. and um, Out of that came dinner and a marriage. Absolutely. But uh, when our kids were, uh, you know, when they finally got to be the age where they could kind of stay at home by themselves, mm-hmm. and we just had a quick hour, hour and a half that we could go grab a quick date, we'd run over to Asta La Pasta. And just that little bit of time just mm. to reconnect without the kids and without all the distractions was a really huge thing. So It was why, our place. So, Brett, why do you think rituals are important in marriage? Because they're way fun. They are fun. It's fun to have something to look forward to. I you know, think about how many times I would come home from work, I have a long commute home, and I'd call you on the phone, and you'd had a long day. Maybe you had driven across town to uh, your other job, and... Mm-hmm. I would say, well, you want to meet at Asta tonight, which is short for Asta La Pasta, where we host our version of Dinner and a Marriage. Mm-hmm. And you would go, 
Really? <laughs> like you've never heard me suggest that I before. Know. We'd eaten there a zillion times. <laughs> but it always meant something to you, you yeah. know. Just gave us both something to look forward to. Like this is a real special thing that we can do right in the middle of a mundane week. Yes, exactly. I think rituals bring meaning to the mundane. You know, we all have the daily grind. We all have our stuff we got to do every day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life can start to get a little boring, a little stale. And having just some nice little rituals can just kind of it, it's fun, and it, and it also brings, I think, an extra meaning. But I think even as a couple, it helps to just further your identity, mm -hmm. you know, to be about certain things. It's and, your thing. Yeah, it's your thing. So, And there's always a way to make life more interesting. Absolutely. So it's helpful to think back to what your rituals were either before you were married, you know, when you were just dating, mm -hmm. or maybe early in the early stages of your marriage. What were some things that you enjoyed doing together way back then? One you know? of my favorite things that we used to do, you didn't ask me, but I'm telling you. Please do. When we were dating – and we would occasionally, I think like once a week, I would go pick up fried chicken or something from the local chicken joint or whatever. Uh -huh. And we would come home to the house where I was living and eat chicken and <laughs> watch Family Ties reruns. Gosh, even then we were boring. Yeah. Television has played a, a, a a lot in our uh, little rituals because we love certain TV shows. But yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Uh, one of the things that I remember us doing, and we still do it now, but I, I remember it from way back when, is we've always loved talking about music, especially on road trips. Mm -hmm. So if we, you know, run up to Austin or run to Dallas or whatever, you know, back in the day, it was putting in our CDs and listening to tracks now at satellite radio or whatever. But, right. you know, when classic songs come on the radio, they provide great fodder for nostalgic conversations because I mean there's nothing like music that can take you back instantly no, to your eighth grade dance or right. you know your favorite song in high leisure school suits. <laughs> leisure right. suits pink leisure suits no it all. was peach oh peach sorry it wasn't Pe pink okay. come on well I'm glad I uh, said that well and another thing was and remember we used to when we were dating we celebrated our month anniversary every month. Remember, That's I would, true. I would get you roses every month. That's very true. And then I guess I think you started taking that for granted. I did not. I appreciated it very much. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> but then you then you date long enough, and you you get you can't do monthly anniversaries. Then of course, it, again. it makes sense to make it an annual thing. But browsing bookstores was a way that you and I used to spend time together. And even um, you know when our kids were young, we didn't have a whole lot of money to just you that's know go true. pay for a expensive evening out. We'd go hang out at Barnes and Noble back when they had the comfy chairs that you could sit in for an hour and read a book. They don't do that anymore, but um, and now, since we're so addicted to our e-readers, we're not as much in the bookstores. But um, which makes me feel for Barnes and Noble. I know, and but we would just, you know, like the kids would hang out in the kids section. You and I would just kind of browse our own, and then you know we'd kind of reconnect. Oh, what books did you pick out? Oh, why that title? And books are also just like music are a great source Love of them. conversation. I mean, you and I Ooh. talk about. Everything from rock and roll to theology and everything in between based on just books that we're yep. reading. Let me read you, know? you this. Yeah, exactly. So when it comes to rituals, it's easy when I think about kind of doing them or starting new ones. I think about it's easy to break it down into daily rituals, weekly rituals, monthly mm -hmm. and annual ideas. And so when I think about daily stuff, I think um, about our 7 a.m. brisk morning walk that we do that we just started a couple of months ago, but we've been pretty consistent with that. And 
you know, we walk one time around our neighborhood. I think we clocked it one time. It takes like 13 minutes. You know, it's not like our cardio event no. or anything. Nice. But we just we get up, the alarm goes off, we throw our sweats on, and we just go walk around the neighborhood. And it gets our blood flowing, kind of wakes us up, but it also gives us the opportunity to just talk about what's coming up mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, because a lot of times you're rushed in the morning and you, you know, you're out the door before you've even really kind of checked in with each other. Right. And I like that we don't take our phone with us. And so just for that 13 minutes, it's just, hey, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on this today? And yep. what can I pray for you? And It's a great ritual. Yeah, it is. And so that's a daily thing that I really am glad that we started. Um, we have certain shows that we like to watch when we drift off to sleep, okay. which is another thing that I think is really sweet. Right. Our people who know us know that we're huge Andy Griffith fans. And so uh, the Andy Griffith show is just awesome. We could do a whole podcast episode on that, actually. Yeah, um, that would sever our relationship with our audience permanently I think. yeah because uh yeah we're so not edgy people so um but the other one is leave it to beaver we love leave it to beaver and so at night we you know let that play while we fall asleep again i think we've lost our audience permanently but, but the point is it doesn't have to be like big things it doesn't have to be things you even spend any money on no, but just true. something that both of you like there's, that's that's a sweet little moment or memory there's so much free stuff to take advantage of now. yeah for sure so when i think about like weekly traditions what what's our favorite friday morning thing that we do well we always do our uh, little breakfast at panera bread plug mm-hmm. for panera and mm-hmm. read for a long time then go work out and then <laughs> To tack on a Walmart trip, you know <laughs> that's our mon- that's our monthly tradition, our yeah. big Walmart trip. But you know that that we started doing that um, our Friday morning thing a number of years ago. We would we're we're both typically off on Fridays, uh-huh. and so we started just kind of doing that. And before we knew it, it was something we were so looking forward to. Oh, yeah. And now Friday morning's like my favorite day of the week. Yeah. I mean, I so look forward to just getting to hang out, you know, read, chat whatever and whether you're boring like we are or if your friday morning ritual would be to go bungee jumping off a bridge or something a ritual starts becoming something that you look forward to together Mm -hmm. i think yeah and then like just thinking in terms of like monthly we started thinking at the first of the year you know what kind of creative date can we do once a month because Mm -hmm. we shoot for a weekly date night sometimes we're good with that sometimes we're too busy and Mm -hmm. we can't make that happen but at least once a month we can do something that's a little out of the box and Mm -hmm. so we might go to the symphony or we might go see the 80 players you know in a play or uh, in May we get to go see Diana Krall come to Cynthia Woods Pavilion which will be fun Um, so just doing something a little bit different that's not your normal you know run and grab dinner and a movie date right um and then you know just to ask the question what's an easy destination spot that you both enjoy i'm not talking about you know an expensive trip but for us our easy run out of town place is austin it's Mm -hmm. two and a half hours from our front door and we have our favorite places we like to eat at and hang out and it's easy simple you know even to just run somewhere for one overnight you know, yep. to, to just kind of think about ways to make those little rituals for yourself as well. After we fought traffic to get into Austin, then life's great. Exactly. Yep. And you're listening to Marriage to the Max.
Well, welcome back to Marriage to the Max. If you are in the greater Houston area, we want you to know that we host a monthly date night called Dinner and a Marriage, and we would love for you to join us. It's a fun way to reconnect with your spouse. Uh, please visit our website at homeencouragement.org to find out more details. It's good food. Well, we're continuing our conversation about rituals, and before the break, we were asking the question, what were your rituals before you were married? Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who would like to start creating more rituals into your marriage, you know, maybe you're feeling a little stale, maybe you're feeling like there aren't things to really look forward to, where do you start? Um, I think some ideas to start thinking about that kind of can get you thinking about it are um, to think about regular things that happen in your day and in your week mm-hmm. or your month, and then just try to think creatively around those ideas. Right. So like dinner time. Well, dinner time's a big deal anyway. Time Magazine did a cover story a couple of years ago talking about how much positive impact that has on families, on marriages, on kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something we've kind of lost in our current culture mm-hmm. is eating at the table. You know, yeah. we all kind of we eat whenever we eat. We and if we do, we sit around the TV and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. to, to actually sit down with gadgets put to the side, TV off. Yeah, you don't answer the phone during exactly, time and, and just to really connect with each other just adds all kinds of stability to a marriage or to a family. Yeah, and that, I think, is just goes hand-in-hand hand with just creating certain sacred spaces mm-hmm. in your regular world. You know, I remember there was a season where our kids, I think they were like, I don't know, middle school, high school age, and we, we always keep a basket on our kitchen table of last year's Christmas cards mm-hmm. that came in. And so we had a season where before we would say grace uh, over our meal, we would pull a, a Christmas card out of that basket and just say a prayer over that family, mm-hmm. you know, and that was yeah, kind neat. of a neat little thing. You know, we didn't do that forever, and we're not that consistent with it, but, you know, just a little idea like that can create a little ritual as well. So if you didn't send us a Christmas card, you didn't get prayed over in the Man, last... Man, that's <laughs> so true. <laughs> Which would mean nobody's praying for us. Because yeah, because I... we're like three years behind on yeah, Christ- exactly. sending out Christmas cards. Yeah. Um, something else Tough you break. can think of is just kind of like parting at the beginning of the day and reuniting at the end of the day. What does that look like? You know, for a lot of couples, you rush out in the morning and maybe you don't even kiss goodbye. Mm. You see each other at the end of the day and you might be stressed or tired and you don't even really have a ritual of connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we encourage couples sometimes to practice, try practicing a 30-second kiss. I'm all over that. You love that idea. And, you know, for a lot of couples, that's kind of intimidating because to stand there and kiss for 30 seconds that doesn't lead to something else is um, difficult. You know, you don't realize how long 30 seconds is. (laughs) It's a (laughs) non-sexual kiss, by the way. Did I mention that? It's a little Um, incongruent. Yeah, but to just have little things like that, you know, you're talking 30 seconds out of your day, but that could actually create a moment, you know, that's like a ritual. And I I just like that idea. Yeah, it can Um, create a moment. Having stuff, having <laughs> rituals around bedtime. We already said what our really boring way of falling asleep is. Yes. But I knew a couple who actually, before they would go to bed, would give each other s- shoulder massages, and they just take turns. You know, kind of, and it was a nice little ritual for them. It got them relaxed and ready for bed. But it was, you know, it was forcing physical touch, and it was kind of a little bonding experience for them. I thought that was a neat thing too. Sure. 
I'm all for that too. Yeah, we should incorporate that tonight. All right. Um, what about like weekend I'm rituals? That down. You know, weekend rituals. What thinking about what your Saturday and your Sunday looks like, and incorporating something that could be a little bit creative, a little bit out of the box. Mm-hmm. You know, even just attending worship together. <clears throat> you and I, you know, when when we are able to, sometimes we're teaching on Sundays. But if we're not, and we're able to just go to church, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a little brunch place that we love to go to right after. Yep. Yep. Um, um, and that's just it's again it's just a nice little thing to look forward to um finding you know different ways of getting refreshed and renewed you know and just maybe talking about what that looks like it it feels so, and looks different for every person but there are ways as a married couple you can get refreshed and renewed together yeah, some people like to go biking together some like like to go play golf yeah um, exactly we have some friends who l- play golf as often as they possibly can right uh and so yeah and so what about like devotionals we've had different kind of ways we've done devotionals together mm-hmm. um we we at some season of our life we had a little devotional book that sat on our kitchen counter and mm-hmm. so when we were in there did that for a while yeah that was yeah. just like having a little morning thing and then we've had um devotionals that we would read once a week on our friday morning mm-hmm. you know when we were sitting at panera we would read those together and yeah, you know how can they don't have to be long. No. They're just a connecting moment. Yeah, just something that you're incorporating. And then thinking about, you know, holidays. Mm-hmm. You know, most of us have pretty set traditions and rituals that we do around holidays, but oh, maybe yeah. even thinking outside the box on that and adding something new. Yeah. Know? Try try adding something new. Try telling our daughter that we're going to add something new to Thanksgiving. (laughs) I know. She definitely likes the way we do it. It's not going to happen. Well, when starting a ritual, I mean, it can help to think about doing for your spouse. What do you mean? Well, like one of my favorite stories about a ritual comes from our friends Casey and Vicki Jones. And Vicki has told us that every morning for the past 30-plus years, I'm not sure exactly how many years they've been married, but for a long time, Casey has brought her a cup of coffee to bed to wake her up in the morning. Which you love. Oh, my gosh. I love the idea of him thinking of how to serve her. And then that very thing becoming a ritual between them. See, now you think I don't bring you coffee just because I don't drink coffee, Mm -hmm. which there's some truth to that. But I don't do that because I don't want to steal Casey's great idea. That's true. That's his thing. Wow. That's just an amazing way. That's a new way of copping out. <laughs> but I, I like that. I, that that story always – I think about that all the time about you know him just bringing her and, and that being something she – I mean, I guess she could expect it. But instead, I'm sure she just is very grateful that he oh, does sure. that every morning. And mm-hmm. I just think that's so sweet. Well, we hope you've been inspired today about how to allow rituals to have a significant place significant place in your marriage relationship. I've taken extensive notes. (laughs) The truth is we all need to be re-inspired in our marriages. And rituals can be one of those ways that we can find meaning in the routine. Yes. Well, I look forward to new rituals all the time. (laughs) Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. You can also check out homeencouragement.org, or you can email us at thehursts at homeencouragement.org. Also, we hope you'll follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And we would also love it if you would rate this podcast on iTunes. This will help us to build our audience, which will allow us to encourage more married couples. Please like it. So until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.